Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Live wires on the team connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. The east and the west. Up north to the down south. Live connect. Uh, underrating crying tweets involving Willie P's Twitter. I might have to do some some more digging to get a, a really a really good one. Okay, sounds good. Um, also, we do have some. Oh! The Panthers have released tackle David Sharp. <laughs> you, I, I'll be honest. Okay. Usually I can see when something BS is going to come my way. But the way you said that, I really thought he was going to drop something on us. <laughs> That's, uh, all right. We're going to have to take it away from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I love it at the same time. You got me with David Sharp. All right. What else you got, Fiddy? Also, DJ Shark will be doubtful. That's the main reason I was yeah. going to hit the breaking news. A little uh, so, more relevant. So Frank Reich, he met with the media yesterday afternoon and, you know, we felt like maybe Chuba Hubbard has established himself as running back one for the Panthers, but after Miles Sanders' performance against the Colts, expect them to split the carries tomorrow night against the Bears. We're just rotated. I mean, and um, what's funny is, you know, it is it's a funny, not a funny question, but, you know, sometimes when, you know, and now Thomas has seen this and scripting the, you know, the first plays, you know, you have to be leery of how you script, you know, because we sometimes do plays by, hey, we want Miles to have this play or we want you to have this play. So, you know, if Thomas would deem that, hey, I want this play, you know, you have to be cognizant. They get the, who gets the start. You know, I mean, there's that technicality of who gets the start. You know, right now we're staying the same. Chuba's kind of the quote unquote starter, but I really see it being a pretty even rotation between the two of those guys, you know, and still trying to get Raheem in a little bit where we can. Did Miles Sanders prove enough on Sunday to kind of get a, a, a more even workload with Chuba Hubbard? Well, for one, you know, the paycheck, we talk about that. So they're going to make sure he stays involved in the game plan in some capacity. But he had his best game in Carolina when you talk about the averages. I mean, he averaged six and a half a carry and he averaged uh, 7.3 on his reception. So I think that he showed in this game, he had some nice plays. I think he showed that he's capable of more of a workload. After having just two carries against Houston, he had 18 total snaps in this game against Indianapolis. That was good for 25% of the total snaps. Chuba Hubbard played 46 or 65% of the total snaps. Raheem Blackshear played seven total snaps, 10%. So, Yes, I actually do think Miles Sanders played well enough to continue to get some work. Doesn't mean that he should take lead back. Doesn't mean that he should take more carries, a ton of carries away from Chuba Hubbard. But I don't want Chuba Hubbard being an 80% guy. I, if, I don't want Christian McCaffrey to do that to save him. I don't want that with Chuba Hubbard. You are paying Miles Sanders. I don't think that he is talentless. I do think that there are things that he can do well. And he showed that he's at least earned 25% of the snaps like he had against the Colts. So I'm totally fine with giving him another opportunity against Chicago. And Chuba Hubbard will still be the lead back. What else you got, Fiddy? All right. I did want to transition really quickly to a piece of Hornet sound because we had Terrence Oglesby on yesterday. The Bugs back in action tonight against the Wizards. And he talked about what the Hornets need to continue to do well on the offensive end of the court. Whenever you're able to take advantage of the paint, like they have, which 
let's be honest, bodes well going up against the Washington Wizards team, 28 in the league and giving up points in the paint. They give up over 56 points a game and they're playing them twice in a row. I think that's a good thing and it bodes well. But I, I, I also don't think there's bad shooters on this team. A lot of these guys are struggling to find a rhythm. P.J. Washington came alive over the last you know, three games. Uh, you want to see them shoot with more consistency, but you also the quality of shots needs to be better. And once the quality of shots become better and easier because they are attacking the paint, I think they're going to start hitting more from the outside as well. Walker, this feels like a game that you get a heavy dose of Mark Williams, who leads the league in field goal percentage, and maybe mid-range god P.J. Washington, who's done a much better job so far in the early part of the season moving the ball inside the three-point line if the outside shot isn't falling. I think this is his best-suited role. We'll see what happens when Miles Bridges comes back, if Miles Bridges comes back. But P.J. has been very good, even if the three-ball isn't working, which we've seen a couple of games. The floater's been working for him. I agree with you as far as Mark Williams is concerned. He's had a couple of eight-for-eight games. The guy is just rolling to the rim, slamming it home, even showing nice hands on pick and roll. There was the bad pass from P.J. in this Dallas game that he was still able to get a handle on and finish with finesse, which I really like. Washington has Daniel Gafford. Not a slouch. I like Daniel Gafford as a center, but we know that Washington is going to struggle mightily this year. They're 1-5 so far this season, so I am looking for Mark Williams to have a nice game. The real question is, Terry Rozier out the next two. Brandon Miller going to get a couple more starts. How excited are you to see Brandon Miller start his second and third game of his NBA career? Yeah, I'm excited to see what he'll do. I think he'll learn from the mistakes made, and he had a tough shooting night. It happens to everybody. But when you look at this Washington Wizards team, I think me, Fitty, and you could go out there and probably get about 20 to 25 points in between. This is one of the worst (laughs) defensive teams, dead last in defensive rating. The Hornets have got to get both of these games. I don't want to hear anything about a split. A split to me is as bad as two L's. Damn, you're asking for a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, man, this is a bad team, man. The Hornets got to get this thing done. It is. Uh, I did see, I think the line dropped from like four to two and a half with Terry Rozier being out of this game. So, no Terry. The backcourt depth, it dries up pretty quickly. Bryce McGowan's is back. Ish Smith played three minutes. He picked up three fouls in those three minutes. So, making quick work of it. Nick Smith Jr., making his NBA debut. That's a possibility. I don't think it happens, but it's certainly a possibility tonight against Washington. I'll be there courtside cheering them on, looking to get to get to pick up their third win of the year. Lastly, really quickly, Tim Hasselbeck. You hear him on the ACC Network, also appears on ESPN from time to time. He joined the Dan Patrick Show and offered his opinion of Drake May as an NFL draft prospect. I know a lot of people talk about Caleb Williams. Drake May is to me about as perfect of a prospect that I have ever seen in 15 years at ESPN. Like, I, like there are good quarterbacks coming out in this draft. You're going to have a bad team. I understand, you know, you, you re-signed Daniel Jones to a, uh, you know, a big contract last year and all of that. I think if you're in the market for one of these guys that I believe is going to be really, really good, I think you got to get involved in that game. And Drake May, for me, Dan would be at the top of the list. Just for context, that means he thinks he's a better prospect than Andrew Luck and Trevor Lawrence. Wes, you tell me, is that fair or foul? That Drake May, I don't think necessarily that he's a better prospect than those guys, but I think he's up there in the same vein. Uh, and I do agree with the Dolphins. If you do have a chance to get him, I think you pull the trigger on that and get rid of Daniel Jones. I don't know how you're going to do it with the money you gave him. You talking about Giants? going to make you look super stupid. Yeah. 
You you said Dolphins. Did you imagine I'm sorry, Drake Giants. in that offense? Uh, no, yeah, you're, you're fine. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> my bad. I'm at the Giants. I was shaking for how excited I was about <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, no, the, 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 uh, the Giants for sure, man. I think they need to make that deal. It's going to make them look crazy, and I don't know who they get to take Jones, especially now with the injury added on to it, but... If they got a chance to do that, you got to do it. Now, Caleb Williams is still sick. I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't want to draft him, but he has shown against some good defenses that he can be rocked a little bit. You had the three interception again, a performance against Notre Dame, against Utah. All he does is continue to lose. Now, he did put up 30-point performances. It's not why they continue to lose. That defense is horrible. Yeah, you know I like Drake May. I, I think Drake May is going to be outstanding, and we'll see if he's going to be the number one pick. Like, how much... Is that a possibility? That's a possibility. Yeah, it does feel like it. So there's some analysis there from Tim Hasselbeck.